What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to the Hood to Tech podcast, where I discuss my journey of growing up in the hoods of Atlanta to starting a tech business. We will talk about tech, business, Jesus, and everything in between. Welcome to the seventh episode. Let's get it. Welcome to the seventh episode. Guys, thank you for uh, coming back, checking it out. I'm excited about today's episode. Um, and we'll, we'll get into that as to why. But the title is, I got chips and candy. I got chips and candy. And some of you guys may be wondering, like, what? What am I talking about? But hey, if you, if you are about the young hustle and grind, um, you 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 know what I'm talking about selling uh, chips and, and candy uh, when I was in high school. Uh, this was was back in the day. I don't know if Hot Cheetos at first came out or they just got super big around this time. But yeah, definitely, man. Hot Cheetos made me a ton of money in high school. But before I get into that, of course, let me back it up. So again, this this episode is just how I, I sort of got, I guess, my business mind, maybe, or the where my entrepreneurial spirit really started. And it's crazy because, like, when you go back and look at other people, um, like a lot of a lot of bigger names or a lot of um, entrepreneurial titans, what you'll find out is somehow they had a hustle when they were younger, um, regardless of what that was. And um, so anyway, so my story, let's back it up way to the back. Um, So, of course, you guys already know I had a rough uh, childhood. And so I sort of had this mindset of I'm not just going to sit here and um, we just struggle and and I not do nothing. So I, I try my best to do as much as I could to to be able to help out because I don't even I don't even remember even like with the little smaller things that I did I don't remember like really keeping the money for myself or buying stuff until I got a little bit older and I had my first job but some of my first hustles um shout out to my auntie I I feel like she really she really hooked me up uh, <laughs> let alone for me breaking her stuff. Uh, she she hired me to babysit my cousin. And when I think about it, she really didn't have to hire me. She could have just been like, uh, boy, get over here and, and, and babysit your cousin. Um, but she paid me to babysit my cousin. And then she would also pay me to mow her lawn. And that's crazy because one of the things that I did under Hamtech, my current business, and we'll talk about this in like future, future, future podcast. But I actually, there was a period in time where I was mowing lawns under the Hamtech umbrella. Uh, so anyway, but man, shout out to my auntie. She, she again, she provided uh, some some major support. So I was I was too young to get like an official job. Um, so again, I would just do these like little things here and there. And I think I would babysit probably for her on a consistent basis, maybe um, just on the weekends. I, I don't recall like during the school week 
having to babysit. I think it was like a Friday, Friday to Sunday sort of deal. And then when I was there on Saturday, I think I would uh, cut the grass. But I think that was much later. And the crazy part is, guys, I actually I think I broke her lawnmower. I broke a lot of her stuff. <laughs> I broke her lawnmower. And I feel like after I broke her lawnmower, I stopped cutting the grass for her. But she had this like big root. She still stays in the same house now. She had this big root in the ground. So I don't think it was entirely my fault. I mean, I could have paid better attention. But I think that I just thought that the blade would go over top and that it wouldn't hit. So anyway, it hit and and I broke that lawnmower. So, man, I I need to get my auntie. I need to buy her some more stuff. (laughs) But also, aside from that, uh, when I was younger as well, I, I remember... Uh, knocking on doors because I think at the time I stayed in an apartment, but before I moved to the apartment, we were in a house because guys, we moved around. I actually had to write this down. We moved around a lot during my childhood. So from the time that I started working, because before that, we even moved a ton of times, but I was much younger and can't really remember. But we moved around one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We stayed in eight different places from the time I think I want to say I was in from like fifth grade to my senior year, we stayed. What I just say, eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, we stayed in eight different places. I think that's a lot. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't. I don't know if you can relate. Um, my friends, they, they, their, their parents still have the same house from from when I was younger. And the cool thing, although I did move around in different places. Somehow I still say stayed in the same like pretty much from fifth grade on. I still stayed in the same zones as the school or somehow. I don't know. My, my parents finessed it where I could still go to the same schools. So although I moved around a lot, I, I still had the same amount of friends um, or not the same amount, but I still had the same friends from elementary school pretty much up. And of course, additional friends as time went on. Uh, but I have one friend or, or two, three friends in particular that I've known since elementary school. One that I still sort of stay in contact with uh, here and there. But anyway, getting back to the story. So uh, when I was in the house, when I was in the house before we moved to the apartment, I would go around the neighborhood, and ask people if I could take out their trash because I. I didn't have a lawnmower, so I couldn't cut other people's grass. And I'm sure y'all know, y'all seen some people walk around like knocking on the door. Hey, hey, can I cut your grass for $10? Actually, no, I did cut grass. I did cut grass in the neighborhood. I thought I didn't, but I did. Sorry. <laughs> As I'm remembering, guys are getting it. Because I was wondering, like, I felt like I cut some other people's grass and I did go down the neighborhood pushing the lawnmower. I did. So... All right. So I would uh, knock on the door when we stayed in the apartment. I would knock on the door of um, like older people who I knew it might be difficult for them to take out their trash. I would go knocking. I think they pay me like maybe like five or ten dollars to take out their trash uh, like once or twice a week or something like that. And uh, and again, like um, and then I cut grass for also like both of my grandparents. Uh, Thank you guys for that. Uh, And then I would go in the neighborhood like I just remember I did. I I traveled down the neighborhood with the lawnmower. Anyway, moving, moving on, moving on. Um, And so 
after all of that, I got my first job at Kroger. Uh, if you guys are familiar with Atlanta, it was the it's the Kroger off Cascade Road. I was a bag boy. <laughs> and I was horrible at my job. I mean, I, I took care of the people. I, I remember taking out groceries. Uh, and I think you couldn't get tips, but a couple of people, they would still tip me. I'd be like, no, nah, I can't take no tips. But then it was like, here you go. And I'm like, all right. I told them I couldn't take a tip, but they still gave me um, tips. But when I was working at that job, guys, this is horrible. Like they used to have to call me to the front so much because I would go to the back in the bathroom and sit on the toilet for like 30 minutes. <laughs> like, uh, boo. I would hear my name on the intercom. Hey, you come to the front. We need you in the front to bag these groceries. And it, it's funny because even now when I go to Kroger, sometimes I bag my own groceries and I'll be like, psh, 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 psh. so I know how to pile up groceries in the bag. And um, I, what's cool, shout out to God, like, and this is a humble brag, but I have never, so I counted the number of jobs that I had um, before I started my business, and I've had six jobs, and in those six jobs, I've never had a real interview. So I started working at Kroger when I was um, in high school because I, I had to get a work uh, work permit because I... As soon as I became of age at 14, because um, I think that's the youngest you can be in Georgia to start officially working. Uh, I. Um, I my friend's mom, so my friend got a job and I was like, I had asked her, I was like, hey, can you take me up there <laughs> to get a job? And so she actually ended up getting us both a job. But for some reason, my friend. He only lasted like a month, <laughs> but I think I stayed there for, I want to say a year. And then one of my other friends were, they were applying at Kids Foot Locker in Greenbrier Mall. Again, if you're familiar with Atlanta, Greenbrier Mall is pretty famous. Uh, and actually when I was working there, side note, I, I keep going on all these tangents, but I was in uh, Ludacris's video, um, the song Diamond in the, I got a diamond in the back. I think Diamond in the Back is the name of the song. But anyway, he shot a music video there. But we I always seen like a ton of celebrities. So anyway, my friend, he was he was applying at Kids for Locker. And I, I just happened to go with him. I was like, he had asked me to come with him to go. And he had an interview. And then after his interview, the manager, I just was asking questions. I was like, hey. Blah, blah, blah. And then the manager started asking me questions like, hey, have you ever done this before? Have you ever done that before? Um, and I was just answering it. He, and he, I remember him saying, like, how do you feel about folding clothes? And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I fold, I fold clothes at the house. So I'm, I'm used to that. And just asking, like, maybe two or three other questions. And he was like, all right, you got the job. I was like, what? <laughs> so my friend had to do an interview. Uh, and so he I don't think he got the job. I think I got the job. I don't think he got the job because he was mad at me. But I was like, dude, I didn't even try to apply for this place. And so uh, I went from I left Kroger. I put in my two weeks notice at Kroger and then I started working at Kids for Like, man, that was one of the best jobs ever. Um, I, like when I first started. So I had two different managers. And I uh, again, of course, I was in high school. 
And um, with my first manager, he really didn't give me hours. He ended up hiring my friend. He ended up hiring my friend um, a little bit later, like a month later or something like that. But uh, they they didn't give us like a ton of hours. And I was like, man, this is whack. And so that's actually why, if I remember correctly, that's why I started selling chips and candy at, in school. And man, we had the same friend. Him and I would sell um, chips and candy. And so we hustled. And as I'm remembering too, like I had different best friends at different times. Like we, it was the same group of friends, but I would hang out with one more so like over a year time. And then for some reason I would switch up and start hanging out with another one, although we were all in the same group. And, but at this particular time I was, I was close to this guy. Cause I think he had that same like hustle and, and grind and like, Hey, let's get it. And so we started selling um, chips and, and candy in school. And so the crazy part, they always used to like check your bags and stuff. Well, I don't think they started yet. That's how we were able to get like put stuff in our book bags. And so we, we put stuff in our book bags. And again, as I started out, yo, hot Cheetos, that's when everybody wanted hot Cheetos. And uh, man, we were making like a ton of money off hot Cheetos and, and candy and stuff. And the reason why we had to stop, I got so mad somehow, some way. Because uh, you'd be like, yo, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Because you got hall monitors. <laughs> and one of them caught me. And he was he was the football coach. And actually, I tried out for football my first year in high school. They didn't give me a helmet. But anyway, I knew this particular coach. Because uh, they didn't give me a helmet, I was like, bump this. And because I had to decide whether or not I was going to play sports or, or uh, work. And I was like, man, I'm about to go make money. But... Uh, I just, it was a coach that caught me, and he was like, yo, uh, and he took me to the assistant principal, and I remember, like, I think I started crying, because I was a good student, I really didn't get in trouble, and so they let me off, they was like, hey, you cannot sell uh, chips and candy, and since then, they started watching me, because some other people were, like, selling, but they weren't selling as, as much as us, because we kind of started, like, this network of people selling chips and candy, and so I had stopped selling because I was like, man, anybody get in trouble for this. But my friend, he still continued to sell. And then I was like, man, we can we can probably sell some other stuff. And so I was, again, still into computers. And I had I think my friend got one first. Again, this is when um, the when you could uh, write and record on uh, DVDs and CDs. And so my friend, he had a, a writable uh, DVD drive. I think I had got a writable CD drive. I ended up having to buy one because I don't think I had one on the computer that we had at the house. And so after selling the chips and candy I, and I stopped doing that, I was like, yo, hey, we got the CDs and D. I remember we got hey, Statue of Limitations. <laughs> it's been more than seven years, so hopefully I don't go to jail over none of this. But, man, we would burn CDs, and I remember, hey, 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 you got that CD? Hey, you got this CD? This is when, of course, CDs were big, too, before MP3s uh, really started uh, coming out. And this is when I had uh, Kaza, I think is the name of it, and LimeWire. Man, them viruses would mess you up, but I got good with it. And so um, this is ap after Napster. I really didn't use Napster. I think I, I saw it. And maybe used it once, but um, I found Kaza 
and LimeWire and started just downloading stuff and being able to put these mixes together. And then somehow I was able to download movies, bootleg movies. Um, and then I saw some other uh, movies that I rather not say of what, but somehow I was able to do that too. And I didn't do that for long because I knew I knew like if I got caught, I would be in like a ton of trouble. But by this time, my hours actually at Kids Foot Locker started picking up because I got a new manager. And it's so crazy, guys. I started working. I was doing like almost 30 hours while I was in high school. So it was pretty much. Dang, guys, I've been talking for a minute. My bad, my bad. <laughs> my alarm came on. <laughs> All right, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of try to wrap up a little bit. But anyway, um, yeah, so the manager switched. I ended up, because the, the new manager, I guess they she saw my talent. And because I was an employee there, she was sort of new. Like, she gave me different responsibilities. Like, I was pretty much like an assistant manager. Uh, because I was putting schedules together for everybody. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was putting schedules together for everybody. I um, would count money. I would do different things, make drops, uh, so many different things. I think the, she even tried to make me a manager, but for I couldn't make the hours. I think you had to do, uh, you had to be 35. You had to, I had to do 35 hours and I couldn't because <clears throat> as soon as I could get um, the quickest I could get to kids for locker from school, I work like four to nine and that's what five hours, five times five is 25. And then I would work weekends. Um, and so anyway, for whatever reason, I couldn't consistently do the 35 hours, but I was pretty much doing everything that a manager could do. And one of the other things that I did, like, yo, the hustle, right? I was working at Foot Locker. People needed shoes. People knew I worked at Foot Locker because, of course, I would always wear my uniform at school. But I would sell my discount. Ah, oh, man, that was that was dope, too. And the crazy part about selling my discount is that people would only get like 5% off because um, my discount was 30%. But by the time they paid me, like gave me an extra 20 bucks for allowing for me allowing them to use a discount, they only really say like 5%, but whatever. I was hustling that too. And, um, actually I, I remember doing interviews and that's how I got, uh, started dating like one of my ex-girlfriends, like again, play, play high school, whatever. Uh, but I remember like on Facebook, I posted, Hey, we're hiring. Like if you are serious about working at Foot Locker, send you, send me your resume. <laughs> Guys, I'm still in high school doing this stuff and I was doing interviews I remember doing the interview with one particular person and uh, she was like um, I was asking her questions <laughs> I didn't even know what questions to ask I was making up things on the fly but the reason why I started doing interviews because I was like my manager she was hiring these whack people and I was like look I can find a better person um, because these people that you hire and they don't want to do no work and I'm tired of doing all that work so anyway I ended up hiring one person of course me being me, I was going to hire a girl. I wasn't going to hire another dude. And so I started interviewing all these females. But fast forward, like I said, because I really need to uh, wrap up. Um, after working at Kids for Locker, my senior year, I was able to work at Georgia Power. Um, and then I uh, came down to school 
Uh, and in college, actually, my first job, because I was away from Atlanta, my first job was for the choir director. It was one of those uh, work study programs. Um, but I wasn't making enough. And, and then after that, I went to Goodwill. I guess maybe that was like somewhat of a formal interview. But again, it was like super simple. Like, I don't remember like having to like really do much. Um, and I started working at Goodwill. They actually had a coffee shop. It's only uh, and actually they no longer have a coffee shop there. But I think it was only one of two in the entire country where Goodwill had a coffee shop. So I was a, a barista and um, we sold books. And and so I would help people find their books. And then after that job, um, I met somebody in church. They knew I was good with computers. And so I started working at the doctor's office, which the doctor's office was the last um, place that I worked before uh, starting my business. So. Anyway, what's the point? What's the point in today's like, yo, you got to hustle. You got to grind. Even if you don't have one of those stories of where you started when you were younger, you can start now. And one of the things that I realized in me putting all this together is like, man, I feel like I've lost some of that drive, some of that the dog in me as the E.T. Eric Tomix, uh, the, the hip hop preacher. He's a motivational speaker on YouTube. Would say like, I, I feel like I've lost some of that drive um, and, and remembering this, I'm like, I got to get it back. Arr! So anyway, the point of today, like, guys, if, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you got to have sort of like that dog. And do I believe you can build it up? Sure. Uh, but there has to be a part of you that's willing to go out and do whatever it takes to uh, get to the next level. But guys, this podcast has been long enough. Until next time. Remember to check out the website hoodtotech.com. That's H-O-O-D-T-O-T-E-C-H.com. Follow us on social media. Uh, the handle is from Hood to Tech. Like, comment on Apple Podcasts. We definitely need that. As always, thank you guys for listening. We out. Yeah.